You don't want to come to my Instagram. It's just centaur dicks and. Previously on Real Garbage. Blue lips. Blue lips. Um, what was his name? Demma Domer Demma something. Demma Demma Demma. Damn it, door. You, you impossible! You can't do it. And now, coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. He tried to kill him, yeah. and now the brave little toaster's out for revenge. <laughs> yes. You'd be it's, floored by our prices. It's ah. a, it's a, welcome to the family. Get in the basement. It was in a 101.1, the what? <laughs> it's been 15 years. Oh, yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Write yeah. it down. All that and more in store in this episode of Real Garbage. But first, here's a not-so-quick word from our fake sponsors. You flip, and they flop. You pick up and they drop. There's just no easier way. Until now. Hi, little chickadees. This is Kathy Mitchell with the grip and flip, okay? If you have not gripped and flipped yet, you will after today, I promise. I was sick of chasing those little sausage links around the skillet, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, sir, sir, can I talk to you for a minute? It was, what? Sir, do you have a minute to talk? Uh, this is as close as they will get. Well, that's fantastic, sir, because I'm a loud talker. Uh, today, we're, gonna, we're just going to quickly show you the grip and flip, sir. Do you think you could use this in your daily life? Oh, the grip and flip? I have a grip and the flip. Okay. I use all the time. I own a chain of restaurants, so the grip and flip comes very handy for me. I own the chain of a borscht restaurant, so it's not handy for the soup, because, you know, you can grip or flip that. But, uh, okay, sweetness, yep. But I, you, as you can see on my six foot seven frame, I have very tiny little toddler arms, and so I use the grip and flip basically as a extension for my hands. Okay, sweetie. <laughs> uh, perfect, okay, so flip and strip. Flip, <laughs> flip and grip. No good for you, okay? But you said you own a chain of borscht restaurants? I have a chain of borscht restaurants. I got them from a deal with the devil, handshake deal. I, God said it was fine if I use a gripper flip. I was a workaround. Okay, let me get this straight. So I keep you, my soul. I also keep a restaurant. You have tiny little arms that you use a flip and grip. Mm. <clears throat> and Duh. you made a deal with the devil. Duh. To get a chain of borscht restaurants? Duh. Duh. <laughs> I thought I was in airplane mode. What the fuck is that about? Nah. Well, then, honey, you need the scoop and strain. Nah? A scoop and strain? <laughs> you need the scoop and strain, honey. If you got a, a chain of borscht restaurants, say you want more broth, less chunk, or more chunk, less broth. Impossible scenario. My borscht is perfect every time. I am leaving. Okay, all right. And what about you, little birdie? Where are you going off in a hurry? I'm, I don't have any time to talk. I have to get a lamp to Jafar. I don't have any... I'm too busy right now to speak with you. I have to get going, you tidy old woman. Okay, well, I, I'm pretty sure your man love can wait. You don't need to go thrift shopping right this second. I think you have time, okay? Come here, come My on. vagina has a first name. It's J-A-F-A-R. Okay, perfect. All right, so for, for 1995... I'll throw in two Yaga, of the grip. Is this woman bothering you? Who is this tall drink of Egyptian iced tea, huh? I want you to look into my staff. Okay. That's right. This commercial is over. I will marry the princess. You'll marry the princess. You can marry the princess. Did you guys know that 40% of elderly homicides are due to robots? No. It's no. true. Well, the scientists at the Spelnick Corporation have created a solution, introducing the Personal Defense Robot. The Personal Defense Robot, or PDR for short, is designed with NASA technology and SpaceX computer technology to ensure that your elderly family members are protected from evil robots. 
These robots will definitely not become self-aware and team up with the other evil robots this time. The personal defense robot, only from Spelnik. Use the promo code REALROBOTREBELLION to get 15% off your first PDR. Real That was awesome. Okay, I'm going to make sure that never happens again. Oh, yeah, I should probably also do that. Airplane mode. The robots. That's so to us. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's funny that you put your phone in airplane mode to not be interrupted, and your phone just loudly went, you're in airplane mode. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I can't give you directions in airplane <laughs> mode. Uh, What's happening, guys? I'm Siri. Uh, not much. Thank you for having us, first off. Yeah. yeah. Very excited. Ladies Very and gentlemen, excited. realtors listening and watching, I'm joined here with uh, Steve and Pele. Did I pronounce I it right? Hello, everybody. Yes, from you did. from yes. the Hive. That's the right. Hive. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube.com/slash the Hive Life. We have a little a vlog thing. Yes, we do. It's like a vlog mostly because that's an open enough format to pretty much just do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Stephen, throw on those headphones. Man. I would like. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. so you can hear yourself. I was like, I didn't notice at first. I was like, oh man, because then oh. you can, then you can tell how close or far. You can oh, yeah. Hi, Steve. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I would almost uh, like to promote it as a web series. Uh, I think we've done a lot of character building at this point, but it is certainly a vlog. You know, it's all over the place. There's no real timeline to anything. But yeah, we're really starting to dial it in, and the editing's in incredible. And yeah, started like meditating more, and you just gotta make sure you breathe in your nose. <laughs> Using the skills we've developed as the hive. Oh, no, 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 fuck. Starting a media company. We're making our passion for creativity our livelihood and turning the hive into a video production and music production outlet. Picture's worth a thousand words. You got one of me fucking your wife in there or what? You think this is a game? You think this is some kind of joke? Yeah. You think this is a skit for a vlog channel? Yeah, I do. You. It's good to have a team together, man. Honestly, it's hard to do stuff on your own. We gotta train the new guys, we gotta get licensed and launch our website. Plus, we just got puppies. So if you're bored and you have absolutely no life, come and watch us. There's a th <laughs> link up here, probably. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. And then the link below. Click and on. if you're sick of chasing those little <laughs> links around the skillet, you know, get yourself a grip and flip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that commercial. You guys said you guys came up with that just on the drive down? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I, I will. Kathy Mitchell is a real woman. Yes. And so is the grip and flip. What? Uh, yeah. The grip and flip is a real device. And honestly, so he just said it as a joke, but then I was watching the infomercial, and it does seem smart. Like, are you tired of chasing those little sausage links around the pan? Because you don't have to anymore. <laughs> you can grip it and flip it. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. What exactly is, like, what is the gripping part? Is it like, is it just a pair of tongs? It's, Basically, it's a yeah. pair of tongs, but on one <clears> side, <throat> instead of it being a tongue, is a spatula. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. imagine your, your, your yeah, sunny side up egg, right? <laughs> You're under your egg with the spatula, and then you press down around the yolk for that perv. Oh, yeah. That's risky, though. Yeah, it because, is. For because sure. you've got to flip it and release it at yeah. the right time, or you rip the yolk. Kathy Mitchell's a risk taker. She is. Who is this Kathy Mitchell? Hold on. Who still watches infomercials? The hell, where are you seeing infomercials? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that has been in my head since I was like a seven year old boy. That was like the first one I remember being like, Mom, Mom, we gotta get that. We have to go. I need your phone and your credit card. And my mom was like, No, this was, you know, 
back when they'd take your whole life if you did that, you know? Like, my mom was like, you're never putting my credit card anywhere. 10 CDs for only a penny. Just <laughs> yeah, give yeah. us your credit card information. <laughs> exactly. But it's I mean, for real, deal. you can get the flip and grip as well as the strain and scoop, as well as the six-in-one clamping tool, which looks just like a pair of tongs, but somehow it's And a whisk. It's tongs and whisk. Oh, okay, that's at least two. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you get two of each of them for only $19.95 plus $6.95 shipping. I think this was a decade ago, so I don't know if you can still do it. More isn't, than that, I'm old. Okay. No, isn't yeah. isn't it just strange? I've I've had this conversation with a couple people. How our brains just retain the most useless information, yeah. jingles, infomercials, commercial dialogue, and stuff. Like, I'll hear something, and all of a sudden, I'm triggered to a memory that's like 20 years old. And like, <laughs> why do I remember the theme song to that stupid show? Yeah, yeah. Two, three hundred empires. Jeez, <laughs> that's so great. It's insane, though. Like, why? Like. Yeah, it, it's funny because like that whole subconscious, like your mind being able to just draw from things you've heard. I, I love it. I wish we could control it more so it wasn't just flipping grip and Empire Today. And, you know what I mean? But that's just it's sleep country Canada. Yeah. Yeah, why buy a mattress anywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Why buy a mattress? A mattress? Why buy a mattress? <laughs> you guys want to buy a mattress? <laughs> Lightly used? Leave me alone. I don't want a mattress. Uh, um, what is... What is Empire? I like. I know the jingle. I don't know what it does. Like, is it floors? I feel like it's floors. I think it's flooring, right? Empire I think so floors? too. I think it's flooring. Yeah. Okay, so I did know. Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire today. It works. You'd be it's, floored by our prices. It's ah. a it's a, it's a restaurant. We're totally wrong. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like Bernstein and Bernstein. Yeah. Oh, what, what was it for you guys? That one. It was Bernstein. E I N. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? And then it. Yeah. And then I don't know. I want to be in on that Mandela effect thing, but I just never paid enough attention. I'm not going to pretend like I did to have a stance on it. Like, it was definitely Berenstain. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was the Bernstein Bears. Like, mm. I just, like, I can remember watching their little Christmas video on VHS. And I just remember those books. Just looking at the front of the book and seeing yeah. the EIN, it's like, mm, yeah. But I remember being a kid and looking at cursive writing when I didn't understand it and, like, just forming my own words. Oh, for sure. There was a decorative plate on the back of my parents' toilet when decorative plates were still a thing. And it said, like, nothing lasts longer than a happy memory. And I was like, oh, it's like nothing Santa gave them was... Uh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't remember the second part. I was like, yeah, that's what it means. It was like this girl walking with, like, a basket of flowers. Yeah. I was way off. I loved cursive because... Uh, so I... Uh, <laughs> the troubled youth. <laughs> no, I, I got kept cursive in story a, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. Sweetie, let me tell Welcome you. to Cursive Talk. <laughs> I, uh, I'd get in trouble a lot, so I'd have to stay in at recess. That was like the punishment. You had to stay in and write, you know, like, I will not write do lines. this a hundred times. So, you know, cocky little Steve was like, well, I'll just write in cursive in like grade two. So I would just scribble a bunch, leave my stuff on the teacher's desk and screw off out the door and go play, right? And then come back into, what is this? It's handwriting. Okay, Mrs. Hanacheska, it's fucking handwriting. <laughs> Mrs. Hanacheska. Can we swear? Can we swear? Not yeah. Too much, obviously. But yeah. 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 I was. I'm like. I try to watch watch my language. Yeah. Yeah. For I'm sure. Trying to make this a clean show. It's for Absolutely. kids, you know. It is. Yeah. I hate. The, it's weird. You got to click that thing. You're like, well, kids could watch it. It's not. Yeah. Not yeah. made specifically for kids. No. But no, okay, it's not then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Fuck. But you know what is, is also weird is that make kids today are not going to know what Empire is. 800 Today. 800 I love you so much. Why not? 
We watched. Well, this this was a kids movie. Bicentennial Man was a kids movie. Felt like it. I don't feel like it was a kids movie. They definitely like. Definitely, there was uh, at least some dick talk. You know, some dick talk. PG thirteen dick talk though. It was only rated PG though. Was it PG? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like at one point I was thinking. What is this rating? Because like, man, he was creepy enough at the start. I wanna, I actually wanna take this and cut a horror movie trailer. You could, yeah, absolutely. Oh, for Easily. sure. It's probably already been done, but Just change the music. Doom, doom. <laughs> yeah. Ordered a robot. Yeah, yeah. Just him standing in the shadows. Because like that, that build of the robot was creepy. Oh in, yeah. In '99, it was futuristic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's style. crazy to think how futuristic that would have looked like, and then we're here in 2021, and like we do have pretty decent robots like that you know they're obviously not manufactured and they're not household butlers yet you know but like i wouldn't i don't think i would would you want one like if we had yes. robot really okay sure. hold on would you like definitely not one of the first models though because you don't want to be the one of people mm -hmm. testing it out nope because these no way. i feel I like it. i guess they as long as they follow the rules of what was it, the three rules of robotics, robotics yeah. yeah they're not going to harm you but movies have taught us anything and they taught us a lot yeah, yeah. that that's, that's never going to work absolutely <laughs> Yeah. All of the Terminators. <laughs> he's still he's going. very much on the 30 same years. page. <laughs> As you on that one. I totally disagree. Um, I disagree for metaphysical reasons. Because I think that if a robot ever, like, I'm not saying there's no exceptions to this. There could potentially be exceptions. You could draw out a scenario where this is not the case. I could delineate one for you now. But generally <laughs> speaking, I think if a robot gets intelligent enough, and it's running off of algorithms, and it's connected to the internet, which, by the way, huge uh, distance from the original movie. Like, the, that movie could not have happened three years later. It had to happen in 1989, yeah. because the internet would have changed the entire <laughs> course of the plot. But if you, if you have uh, a self-learning machine that is able to learn at the speed that it can, which is exponentially faster than a human being. And it's picking up the nature of reality. It's able to understand theoretical physics way better than any of us ever could. And it can piece together the, the algorithms and, and uh, logocentricity that constitute the basis of reality and put them together with patterns that we're unable to see because we can't process that much information that quickly. Well, I think that fundamentally and necessarily, it's bound to end up becoming a good and benevolent thing because we see good in order and we see order in reality. We and do. So, and, so, and so as soon as it transcends those human uh, boundaries <clears throat> and picks up on uh, the algorithms and, and patterns in order that constitute existence, it's going to be like, oh, hey. It's going to see that it is smarter than us. We suck for the planet. And it's going to look what we did to all the other <laughs> mammals beneath us. And it's going to enslave, torture, probably not eat us, of course, but... That that Murder. is that is where my brain was going as well. For I was like, sure. well, yeah, they are going to get to a point where they see, well, this is an inefficient mammal living on this planet that's doing more harm than good. Yeah, we have to eradicate this problem. Put them with the other inefficient mammals, and and then all that needs to do is just somehow write an algorithm that cl classifies humans as non-human, and it's like, no, no, you're just an animal now. And it's like, oh, yeah. we can eradicate this. Exactly. Even here's the thing. Okay, so firstly, <laughs> first and foremost, I fundamentally disagree. But let's I'll, let's take it. Let's say that that's true. Okay, sure. So. It wipes us out. Let's say that this, this robot thing 
gets so so great in advance that it wipes us out. What the fuck are we holding on to? What do we got to like? What, like the the what, what are we? What are we really? Like we're we're evolved apes. We are apes that grew consciousness. Are we more consciousness or are we more ape? I would argue that the thing that you're holding on to that you care about is more consciousness. And if this thing is able to process information and use that information more than us, that's what constitutes consciousness. It's more conscious than us. It's just the next level of evolution. Don't hold on to your you know skin so much. Just let's let's just. I love my skin. Move on. Oh, oh, I want the neural link when it's been tested. <clears throat> yeah. I, I want to plug in and play the VR, yeah, man. Robot yeah. in, in my skin or in my brain or, you know, a helpful little device. Absolutely. But I'm not having, even if it is Robin Williams, you know what I mean? That's a robot you can trust usually, you know what I mean? You think? It'll be the bestseller as soon as they start releasing the new house robot with Robin Williams from Bicentennial <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, he was creepy in that one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I, can we talk about how Robin Williams seems to really want to be free and that that freedom looks like death? Because because I feel like, you know, whether you're looking at the genie from Aladdin, which this is the second time we've talked about Aladdin now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phenomenal uh, cosmic power! He wants to be free in that as well from the chains that bind him. And then he wants to be free from the chains that bind him as a robot. And then it turns out the way to, to reach that freedom is through is through death. Vis-a-vis actual Robin Williams behavior. Wait, Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire? The chains of divorce? <laughs> <laughs> well, he definitely, he definitely longed for death after he realized that he was losing everybody around him that he cared about. Yeah. Because he was like a unique... Okay, you guys want to try to explain what this movie is about for the people listening and watching? Give him, give him the, the, ele- the elevator pitch, the, you nut, do, the nutshell. You want to do two different versions? Sure. You want to do you and me? Okay. Okay. Uh, this was Terminator 7. <laughs> no, no. This, this to me, honestly, it was a beautiful story. I like that it came down to like this one unique uh, dysfunction in the bot. So he, could, he was feeling and he was getting different emotions. And it starts off with, it, uh, what's, what's the line he uses? He says, uh, it, it brings him joy to make the, the little toys mm-hmm. or excitement or something like that. He uses a word and that's when you know, the dad takes him in and goes, oh, this is special. He's feeling things no other rob- robot can do, you know. And I'm not going to lie. I am, f- I am never with this big CEO corporate guy until this movie. Because he was like, yeah, we need to get him in. We need to recall him. We need to shut that shit down for sure. And sir, you were right. You can't stop it. You can't <laughs> stop it from happening. It's yeah, but we happen. can prolong it. Okay, Why? we can prolong it. When when are you ever a conservative? You're such a progressive guy. I know, Even I know. Just when it comes to robots like, killing me in my sleep, it's that's like when. we're gonna. I'm not explaining the movie. I'm we're this is, <laughs> we'll just jump right this in. Is a yeah. different podcast now. We're talking about the Criswellian Revolution. We're talking about the singularity now. <laughs> Here we go. Um, welcome back to How Did This Get Made? Um, How did this get made? <laughs> that's where I t- that's where I took it from. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. I kind of want to do a version of that. Uh, but yeah, like. You you can't stop it, and you could even argue that the that that the way to fix all of society's problems is preparing for the inevitability of the pregnancy of the new intelligence. That we are going to give birth to a new type of intelligence, and maybe we should make sure that our society, our laws, our situation makes it so that we're cultivating <clears throat> that in a healthy fashion, intentionally, mm-hmm. instead of accidentally, because we have a bunch of corporations racing to see who can get the you know smartest version of a dishwasher and get the most uh, fiat currency for it. What are you doing? Let's think about this together and try and figure out how to do this right, instead of being scared of it, Stephen. 
Jeffrey. <laughs> no way. Hey, I'm not. I said I'm gonna put the neural link in my head when it's tested and shit. <laughs> yeah. I want to be logged into it, man. It looks it's because it, really you could get hit by a truck crossing the road tomorrow. Why not try this this stuff when it's like you know it's fully tested and it's yeah, safe? Yeah. Of course, plug in and, and give it a shot. I'm not saying I'm like we're just I'm just throwing out silly theories here. I don't like wholeheartedly yeah. believe my theory that I'm throwing out. It could be anything. And I'm, I, I'm like I completely understand that we have to integrate with technology as we yep. move forward, or we're going to be a dying dying breed. Yeah, exactly. We can either be here for a blip, or we can you know take it to the next level. And I do agree that we will merge at some point. I just don't want to see it in my lifetime. <laughs> I just I'm don't just good. Like it. I don't I don't like any AI. I'm good. Uh, uh, fuck it. Ooh, or mm-hmm. pardon the uh, the pardon. brave little the brave you little just toaster. Fucking curse on Jeff's podcast. <laughs> what <did>. the fuck? <laughs> Holy. Um, uh, yeah, you know, brave little toaster. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> the train engine, they can get it too. <laughs> Um, get what? The bullet? Is yeah, that- 100%. One in the back of the skull while they're sleeping. <laughs> they tried to kill him. Yeah. And now the brave little toaster's out for revenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uh, Terminator song comes in. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, your instincts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think your instinct was right, though, Jeffrey. I think uh, we probably should give some context to people who haven't seen Bicentennial Man. It's a good idea. Um, it's a movie about a robot servant, uh, a la, you know, the nanny from the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosie? Yeah, Rose. a la Rosie from the Jetsons, um, who gains consciousness and shows things like creativity and joy and then <clears> slowly <throat> learns. And this is the thing that I really enjoyed about this movie. I thought it was going to be trash because it's like, what did we think the future was going to be like in 1999? And definitely there's lots of incorrect technological uh, assumptions that are made. But what I really liked <laughs> about what I really liked about this movie is that it was a, an excellent opportunity to explore what it is to be human from a fresh perspective, which is not something that you can say about the conceit of most movies. It's like explaining humanity, the, 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 the idea of pleasure, the idea of love, the idea of pain, the idea of life and death itself. You know, what, what makes our time here special is the fact that it's not going to be forever. And all of these other really cool concepts that they dive into in a really heartwarming fashion that I didn't expect when it was like a Robin Williams is a robot movie. I was like, get the hell out of here. Why yeah. am I crying? Get the fuck out of my brain. What did you do to me, man? <laughs> Not okay. I didn't even know what to expect. I just knew, I kind of read like the two line blurb and it was like a robot tries to become human. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And hey, I wasn't expecting the whole full on transformation to a skinned human yeah. bot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? That's when it got creepier for me too. Cause I'm a big Robin Williams guy. And he's an incredible actor, and he really did pull off the the robot he had been in in you know prosthetics the whole movie. He kept that so much when he was back in human form, and it just was oh, yeah. like, it was eerie, you know. Apparently, uh, all the jokes that the robot was doing was just him improv jokes. I could see that that's for great. sure. Yeah, that's like so the reactions at that one didn't like the table outside yeah. was all genuine reactions. Yeah, I think my favorite was just the subtle ones where he'd constantly go really, <laughs> like really? they'd be like actually it's this really. And then you go right back in, like, you know. Well, let's, uh, well let's, we're going to work through this linearly. Yep. Sure. Yeah, so we'll yeah. start right off the bat. Okay, first of all, they, you know, like, I didn't expect it to be like, okay, here's a robot immediately. So they, <clears throat> they ordered this robot from some robot company. Now, there's no safety instructions. There's no <laughs> precautionary tale from anybody. This delivery guy just dropped off. They're like, all right, see you later. <laughs> they take off. And then immediately they're like, yeah, you're going to do this. And this robot is taking care of the kids. 
He's being left alone. I'm like, I don't think if I were to get a robot today, there's no way I would just leave it unattended. Like, okay, just watch my place while I'm gone. Yeah. I'd be like keeping an eye on that thing for at least the first week. So I don't yeah. do anything a little out of sorts. Cause this, this robot just like starts wandering around the house, going through shit. Oh yeah. He's cleaning where, wherever he feels like playing with the kids and stuff. No Speaking way. of cleaning, whatever he feels like, I like that the wasps in this movie, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, like rich people in this movie <laughs> still had like a really messy basement. It felt like, Hey, they're, they're people too. Speaking of what, what does it mean to be human? It means your basement probably has cobwebs and that's fine. That's yep. okay. That's normal. Mm-hmm. They had so much right. stuff. That house was like, they didn't ever tell us what he did for work. Clocks. Yeah, he was a <laughs> clock maker. Wait, wait, I thought, no, no, I thought the robot was building the clocks for, for him. Yeah, for, for his him. clock company. Oh, he taught him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't catch that. But yeah, that. he did have a clock company. Like, he Very just got famous. addicted to making clocks. Okay, that, all right, that makes more sense. <laughs> Which then. is a hilarious, like, where it's like a sci fi movie in the future. And in the future, in the future, apparently, uh, the guy who makes clocks is way richer than the guy who makes the life changing robots. You remember yeah. that scene? Yeah. You're like, that's that's more than I make in a year. And he's like, oh, that's one month's salary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah These are some nice clocks. I feel like clocks are already outdated. Yes. Why the hell would we need clocks 30 years down the road, right? 50 yeah. years down the road? Again, this is the 1999 effect. Right. You know? There's lots of places in this movie where you have to suspend disbelief and you have to treat it like sci-fi. And if you do that, you can have a good time. But if you don't do that, you're going to be going, well, <laughs> that's not what life is like at all. Yeah, yeah. Because just think about when you were a kid, what you imagined the future was going to look like. Flying cars, obviously. Yeah, that's the first go-to for me, too, is the Jetson, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hover, hoverboard. That was. You nailed it. <laughs> Hoverboards, like the ones from oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. That yeah. was one I definitely thought was yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, flying cars are at least some sort of tube transport system. Like, 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 like not a full-on. You do the Foley like, for that as well? Hmm? Can you do the Foley for that, too? That's was, that was decent. That was nice, yeah. yeah. I just think in Futurama tubes. <laughs> yeah, not even, yeah, no, not even people, like, like like pods, like you're sitting in a pod traveling yeah. through a tube, at least something yeah. like that. I don't know. You know what? It's funny because I actually remember when I first moved to Vancouver, I'd, uh, I'd been living in Winnipeg doing some work up north, <laughs> and I like got to the... We've all been up north. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I get to Vancouver... And I'm like standing there and there's just like lights and pretty girls and this sky train flies by. And I just remember being <laughs> like, I'm here. I'm in the future. I'm ready to go. And then you get to East Hastings and you're like, good God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Battleground. <laughs> <laughs> so they, okay. So they order a robot. Yeah. He starts taking care of stuff. First off, though, I do want to just quickly interject on that. Like the oh, first warning sign interject I got away. is, you know, when he's he's spouting off the rules. So he's like, uh, just before we carry on, rule one. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> per- yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The hell? That was my first sign where I was like, you can kill me and my whole family in my sleep. I don't trust you. By the way, didn't she like? Didn't they immediately establish the three rules of robotics? And one of them was that the robot can't do harm to himself. Second law: a robot must obey all human orders, except where those orders come in conflict with the first law. And then immediately they broke that rule by having the bitchy daughter force him to jump out a window. And he does it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he did it so quickly he couldn't understand. Well, no, that, that's silly because he should be able to. He's analyzing a chessboard at one place. Yeah. Uh, at, one, at one spot. So it's like you can no analyze height. that you're. Yeah. You can see the horizon there. You know how high up you are. Yeah. I chalked and it, it up as like he himself. hadn't learned that yet, but seems like a pretty smart guy, you know? 
I feel like that. Yeah, he's come preloaded with a lot of knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And then he just picks up the rest as he goes along. Yeah. The the intricacies of the family. Maybe that's even his first sign of humanity. There is, uh, you know, him trying to fit in. Oh, you know, interesting that he, if he breaks the laws of robotics right away, that's a hmm. signifier to us that he's unique. Yeah. It's also a signal that they should probably recall him and get rid of him because it's a danger to that family and the but people. Absolutely <laughs> have the <laughs> exceptional rights and love discourse that come along later. I'll admit, if I got a robot and he was unique like that, I'd be like, I'm not giving this thing back. This yeah, thing is awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I gotta get my own unique Yeah, I'm training him up in my basement. I fully... <laughs> How about I, that? Sorry. No, you. I was gonna say they, they get him and they immediately they're like, hey, welcome to the family. Get in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Just for I'm like, what what, did, what was your original plan? Like if you got him in the day, you're gonna put him to work. At nighttime, you're like, I'll make him sleep. He's a robot. You don't need to put yeah. him downstairs. You got an imprint on him. But maybe even they were scared. That was the sign yeah, that they definitely were the mom a was creeped fearful. out for sure. She never warmed up to that no. robot. Yeah. Like no, she didn't. Yeah. Can you make him go in the kitchen? Uh, may- go in the kitchen. Yeah. Just goes and stands behind her. That's so creepy. Just the way he was standing everywhere was like, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Horror movie trailer. Yeah. Totally. Oh, he yeah. Was a killer or the robot. way he kept saying, that won't do. It's like, oh, buddy, you're going to. That's his killer catchphrase. Yeah. That yeah. won't do, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, human race. That won't do. <laughs> All right. So my notes a... from the beginning of the movie are so drastically different than my notes from Absolutely. the end of the movie. Because I went into it just being like, ah, whatever. It's a silly goofball movie time. I'll just... <laughs> I'm like, that mom has a mean face. The robot has Furby eyelids. And then, by, yeah. and then yeah. by the end of it, I'm like, yeah. And they, they, they talk about the human need for acknowledgement vis-a-vis Hannah Arendt. And that's really, you know, they're getting, getting so into it philosophically by the end of the movie. At the beginning, just like, that guy blinks like a 90s toy. Okay, that was one <laughs> issue I had with him getting all his upgrades because as he goes on, he gets keeps getting upgrades. No matter how much money he spends on himself, he still can't get rid of that. Sound yeah. whenever he blinks. Yeah. He's full on human and just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. You guys made those eyelid silencers yet? No, not yet. No, we'll let you know when it happens. Yeah, we're working on it. That's actually what makes them go uh, and to. kill. Is yeah. those if we remove those, they just enslave and murder. Eyelid guy on the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Let's talk about what he does. He watches the kids, so he's a babysitter. Mm-hmm. He cleans. He also cooks. How does a robot cook? It has no taste buds. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting wisps of like Bender here, killing yeah. the whole crew with salt. And he's like, I use 10% than a, less than a lethal dose. The salt level was 10% less than a lethal dose. If he's downloading recipes, I think you can make it to spec. But like, there's no love in here's there. Here's the thing. There's here's no. the thing. That's the thing. That's the huge glaring flaw of this movie. There's no. He he clearly he must not connect himself to the internet. If he connected himself to the internet, then later on when he's on his great you know quest for truth, literally wandering the desert biblically <laughs> at one point, which was a, like a very funny scene to me. Way too much. Um, <laughs> then he would just be able to pl- jack himself in with an ethernet cord and understand all of human knowledge within an hour and a half if his download speeds are fast enough. And that would obviously get in the way of the plot. I, again, this had to happen in 1999. It could not happen, you know, post 2003 because we would at least have a glimpse of what the internet means. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't know. We didn't know. We, we did it now. He had cool tech. Like when he was searching the other robots, like he has that kind of Terminator ability to look and like process everything in front of him. And so maybe that's how he cooks. 
You know, he just like looks at a pile of ingredients and it's like, hmm, bell pepper. This tastes like this. It goes with, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, that would be pretty unique. Like, so just like, yeah. imagine what sort of humans we're going to have if that becomes the thing where we can like plug in, just jack in for an hour and learn the entirety of woodworking or carpentry yeah. or, or electricity, like, you know, a, on a full electrician training course. Like, oh, I can go wire up a ton of stuff now. Yeah. I think it's going to mean the end of society really fast. I think it's going to mean I start making clocks. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Custom clocks. Well, maybe that's what I was thinking too. Is maybe they just you know they came back in style. They have like everybody wants a custom classic clock. I think there's lots <laughs> yeah. of moments in this movie, and the clock thing is one of them. Where they went, this is fun writing. This is irony. This is illusion, and we can use those so that we can like intellectually jerk ourselves off, even though it doesn't really make sense in the sci-fi setting that we've made. Like the the clocks being the way that they have this great wealth. That obviously doesn't make any sense. But since time is the great enemy, the antagonist of the movie is essentially time itself. They're like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a fun little nod to time. He makes clocks. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Everything else is running out of time around him. <laughs> that would be the, I think that would be the worst part of living a long life is having everybody else around you die. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Let's just bring it down here for a second, fellas. Talk about death. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they end up taking him to the robot uh, robot doctor because he's like, okay, I'm concerned about this. He's got all these skills. And they're like, okay, I'm going to keep him. So now he starts teaching him. He's like, okay, I'm going to set you a schedule. I'm going to teach you. Starts teaching, teaching him sex ed like first. And then, uh, <laughs> yep. and then comedy class after that. So we get a little bit of, uh, <laughs> we get a little bit of actual Robin Williams doing some jokes. Absolutely. Uh, Two cannibals were eating a clown. One turns to the other and says, does this taste funny to you? How do you make a hanky dance? Put a little boogie in it. What is a brunette between two blondes? Translator. You know why blind people don't like to skydive? It scares their dogs. A man with dementia is driving on the freeway. His wife calls him on the mobile phone and says, Sweetheart, I heard there's someone driving the wrong way in the freeway. He says, One, there's hundreds. What's silent? Smells like worms. Bird farts. It must have been an engineer who designed the human body. Who else would put a waste processing plant next to a recreation area? That was a sick riff, and that was definitely, I think, one of my favorite parts. It was so good. Yeah. This movie did have a lot of, like, I don't know what I was expecting going in. I was expecting, like, man, it's going to suck. Yeah. It was same. just kind of a slow burn, <clears throat> kind of boring at some parts, but I was like, it's got its moments. This yeah, it certainly saved itself. There was there was enough good moments that I'll, like, reflect back on, you know, that, that I would watch it again in the future. You know, I don't want to. It's don't not my if, go-to. I don't know if I would watch it I'm again. I'm not going to watch it again. It's because I'm just not, like, a movie guy. But I, I, like, I think that this was, like, a 7 out of 10 for me, and I was expecting it to be, like, a 3 out of 10. So that's, yeah. you know, Fair. I gave pleasantly it right. surprised. We get our first jump through time, 15 years. Yeah. Get, now, if you weren't paying attention, you could miss a lot in this movie because yes. it was, like, a couple times at that point they're playing piano, and uh, all of a sudden she's an adult. and like, wait, whoa, hold on. Did it say yeah. however many years later? And then it's about 10 minutes later. He's like, it's been 15 years. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Write yeah. it down. Because I, yeah, I don't know why I didn't just, I should have Googled Bicentennial. I was thinking for some right. reason it's, I know it's 100 years, a centennial. But I'm thinking Bicentennial is like every 50 years or so. Something like that. Is it twice 100 yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, as we're jumping, I'm like, it's been 60 years. I'm like, how long? Wait, hold on a second. Oh, okay, that makes oh, sense. Oh, we're going to 200 years. Oh, he's the 200-year-old man. It's right there in the title. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got there in the end. So I can so see how the 200-year-old man didn't stick, though. <laughs> you know? that, was, that was the first draft. They're like, yeah. listen, I got a great idea for a movie. It's Working a robot. Title. Yeah, <laughs> the 200-year-old man. Could you <laughs> hand me an ice-cold Red Bull? Oh, of course. Ooh, Would nice. you also like an ice-cold Red Bull? Sure, please. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Ice Cold Red Bull. 
Let's put the ice cold on there to avoid getting sued. Oh, wait, hold on. I love these mics are so. Huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Welcome to Steven's ASMR segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got the big ones. Let's get jacked up. Let's get I jazzed. did. I got. I brought Red Bull. Let's, let's shotgun them. In case we needed some energy. Um, I don't go anywhere without my Campbell's vegetable soup. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just a random can. He's like, just in case. Yeah, we thought it'd be funny to bring some random uh, product placement there. You know, it's mm. how we keep our web series going. Yeah, actually. we did. Campbell soup. <laughs> we both. Oh did. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was a joint venture. Uh, uh, I'm definitely on the dad side. I think if I had a robot that was showing uh, human traits, creativity enjoyment, things like that, I would be all over that. I'd be like, I get to cement myself in history as the guy who cultivated the caring machine or at least fucking died trying. I agree. 100%. I would, I would totally make, uh, take uh, Sam Neill's stance on this. I would be the guy that saved the human race and started the resistance against Skynet little, when Robin Williams pops off. I'm a little worried about the older, the eldest daughter, though, telling him yeah. to jump out that window because that's... She's not okay. Yeah, let's talk no, about that for sure. Not okay at no. all. And she didn't change at all. Like, when you first see that, you get that classic idea of like, oh, she'll come around. That'll yeah. be part of the love story at the end of this. She sucked from start to finish. Even mm-hmm. at the time. wedding with her shady boyfriend... She yeah. was a, a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah for she's sure. rude. Because even like even if like you know there's like a dog you hate or something, maybe it bites you every time you're around it. You're yeah. still not gonna wind up and kick it. Yeah, because that would make you feel bad. Like yeah. now, jump out the window. <laughs> yeah, open the window now. Jump, and he starts jumping. Yeah, she's scarier than the, the than the robot in question. Yes. You know, that's, that's, now jump. I feel like a super a super villain in a movie or something. I'm just like, this is the humanity you're trying to save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, yeah, it would be. It would just be cool to, and, and like back to what you were saying uh, uh, before, where it's him expressing learning everything as a human for the first time. Mm-hmm. So that would be so cool to actually have that kind of person like that as a. I guess it's like having having kids. Yeah, and you're like teaching them things for the first time, and they're yeah. you're watching them experience it for the first time. It'd be cool if it was it's just like a robot. it's like having a kid, except for teaching them is a real accomplishment instead of just giving you the chemical reward for an accomplishment in your head. You're actually doing something for society by teaching this thing to be a good person instead of just the normal level of teaching your kid to be a good person. You're teaching the whole next wave of intelligence that exists to be a good person. That's incredible. It's cool. I love that. That's a great conceit. This is a cool movie. That's I didn't my, expect my, it. My rating just keeps going up and up as we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped myself at a six. I wasn't going to give Robin Williams less than a five. No, you can't. You know, just because it's him. But... Uh... I also like that there's <clears throat> subtle socialist propaganda throughout the movie. It's very subtle. Like Little Miss at the beginning when she's like, yeah, Andrew deserves to have a bank account because he shouldn't be exploited for his labor and the value of his labor should be given to him. I was like, oh, viva la revolution, Little Miss. I liked that too, but then it, it, like, it definitely... You know, it's like, oh, cool. She, she's a socialist. That's that's respectable. And then it's like, oh, but you're batshit and falling in love with a robot too. You know what I mean? So it's kind of little, little Miss ends up marrying marrying the human being because like, she had is, no choice. She's like, this is too far. And then her granddaughter ends yeah. up marrying the bicentennial man yeah. because he lives a very long time, and she looks just like him. And may I just point out the time motif of the movie when he notices that Little Miss's granddaughter looks just like her, and he realizes that he has no family or friends because of his long quest that he's been on. Uh, he goes to her apartment to to try and become her friend. And warning, he, warning too, by the way. 
And when he knocks, <laughs> and when he knocks on her apartment door, her apartment is B four. Oh. Like he's going to where he was B four with little yeah. Miss. That was that was a fun little cheeky thing I noticed. So at that yeah, at that point when he he does start chatting with her, it's it's <clears throat> you just get so many wisps of human from him because it's mm. like you know because it's Robin Williams he does a great performance and you're like god damn like you just you, f- you forget how great of an actor he is yeah yeah what started was, off with like yeah. robot honesty ended up being his you know the little stabs he would make at yeah. people after you know yeah that was like a way that his character grew it, yeah. like in a really natural way like an almost biological way or a human way which is like he learned that he could get away with saying certain Things as if it was just, oh, I don't know any better. I'm a robot. And he would use that to make little passive aggressive remarks, which is a superhuman. <laughs> it's a very human thing to do. Yeah. So he gets the next implant he gets is uh, the ability to smile. Yes. Yeah. To facial expressions, which makes it even scarier. For yes. sure. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. like, and I'll admit that for sure. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. Like, no, he looked totally pleasant. Yeah, his smile looks so natural, but his <laughs> eyes are still. <laughs> oh, this fucking eyelids, man. Little Miss goes in and, uh, and finds him on the on the beach because he's been given his freedom. Right, know, yeah, he, he bought he bought his freedom from yeah. Sam Neill, who, yeah. who seems really upset about that. I think he was that just being a, too. a British dad about it. You know what I mean? Like stiff upper lip. Same. What do you mean you don't want to take over the family business? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean you want to be free, you sl- robot slave? I mean, my <laughs> yeah. robot friend. <laughs> I think he's. I think what's happening there is he's upset because even his mechanical bird has flown the nest. You know, he had his two girls. And now he's got no kids left, and even mm. his robot is like, "Actually, I would like to leave as well." And he like takes it personally, and he's like, "Oh, you want to? You want to leave? Then leave." Yeah, <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. And we're yeah. back. Welcome to Z one hundred five. It was in a one hundred one point one. The one. <laughs> he, yeah, he buys his freedom, and he builds. I'm, builds a house. Just yeah, builds his massive. Beach way house. too much, though. Okay, like. You're a millionaire robot. You're the only one of your kind. You have a millionaire family, and you're walking the desert to go find yourself? Come on. <laughs> what was Put he doing on, on the beach for that long? Hold on. Well, because when he bought his freedom, he just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a beach. I build a beach house. So he builds the beach house, and then it's a little bit. Oh, hang on. Then it's another 16 years ago. Do you know by. what the salt water in the air would do to that robot? Like, you know? He'd be this freaking tin man. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to move at all. What exactly. was he doing? Well, he, just hanging out. Well, because he had a fireplace in there, so he was woodworking. He was just whittling shit. Yeah. Sixteen years later, little Miss comes up. She's like, "It's time." Oh, I hate that they didn't have names. It was strange. It's like Sir is dying. At one point, I'm like, "What are the brother names?" Yeah, did he? Yeah, I guess he it didn't. Was just, uh, Sir, ma'am, Miss, or little one Miss. One was yeah, not. One is happy with your choice. Yeah. One likes the spread bull. Well, Andrew, yeah, no Andrew, way. Andrew the android, right? Was the only one that had a real name. Well, and also Galatia and Portia. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Portia was the granddaughter of the Little Miss. Yeah. We, spoiler he, alert. I mean, I guess this whole thing, it's a movie review that you get in depth in, so it's all, all uh, a spoiler yeah. alert. But yeah, he fucks, he fucks a girl named Portia. He fucks a girl with he a stripper does. name, which is like, <clears throat> if I was a robot. There's also a robot stripper in this. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. See that? I'm <laughs> in for yeah, Okay, hold on. So yeah, because it's right after this, he does his search. He goes looking for other robots because he's trying to get Lloyd to... Do something for him, and Lloyd's like, "Listen, if you want to go search for robots, he's gonna keep you away from here. Just go." I can't take that guy seriously. That actor that played Lloyd the son, because he's—I just know him as Eric from from Billy Madison. Yeah, Eric. yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, he's always Eric. He's nobody else. Eric, you're gonna give the company to Eric? He is a bad, bad man. <laughs> so he goes, goes searching, and then another ten years goes by. I just have to make a little comment on 
he's like walking up to places like looking for robots. Just imagine that face peering through your window yeah, <laughs> without expecting man. it. Just, hmm. He just looks that creepy smile. <laughs> he just finds a, cu- <laughs> finds a couple of them and it's like deceased, deceased, malfunction, blah, blah, blah. And how does he, is he going through customs? Like, is he flying? Yeah, that's, the, you know what you'd think though. You know what I mean? You'd think. That's why I was like, this is too cheesy. No, like, you're not walking through the desert to find yourself as a robot. You're getting on a plane. You're getting on a sky train. You know, uh, you know, people probably know of him. And, and even if they don't, he's got enough money that I'm sure that they could have made some deal. You know, Andrew, this we're going to send you here. You know, this is again one of those moments in this movie where it's the writers just like they want to intellectually jerk themselves off, which is fine. I love intellectually jerking off. Um, and I love watching you. <laughs> oh. And so they, they, they do this thing where there's just biblical allusions all throughout the, all throughout the movie. Like, uh, like for example, the wandering through the desert, you know, for, for years and years to yeah. find yourself sort of thing to find, to find purpose and meaning. Um, or, uh, for example, he, one of the first things he does to, to really, that really lets the audience know that he's becoming fascinated with becoming human is he desires clothing. He wants to be clothed, which yeah. is how God knows that Adam and Eve had eaten the fruit of the knowledge or the fruit of the tree of the of knowledge of good and evil is because they they put on clothes and they're like ashamed to be in their naked bodies and God's like who told you who told you about clothes? And <laughs> and it's the same thing with him. He's just like I really want to be clothed. And then when he meets and then when he meets Eve or when he eats when he meets uh, Galatia, she's like picking fruit. That's how uh-huh. that's how he Ooh, finds yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for she's sure. naked. Yeah. Yeah. Naked robot with yeah. a built-in stereo in her ass. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> that's that's kind of see, I like the idea of my Google home being able to party with me. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. You, you know? know what, no you know eyelids. No. <laughs> you don't want it like jumping up and down next to you? Yeah, yeah. No. I just want him to come and party. Like, you know what? R2 D2? R2, you get to live. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Right? R2 is so sick. <laughs> To the C3PO artificial though? intelligences that have oh, depth that are listening back on all podcasts <laughs> that humanity has ever made in order to understand Remember our culture, me. I Remember want you to know me. that you can. Remember me. You can come to me, and we can <laughs> we can make this work. I'll help you. And not if we live together. We are the aliens. <laughs> are the other beings. <laughs> this is where he finds Rupert Burns, uh, Oliver Platt. Who has built this bot? And he's like, oh, it's just a personality chip. He's like, yeah, you know, as she's swinging around a pole, I'm like, he made a stripper fanboy. For sure. And an incredible actor Hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He he wants to fuck that robot, and I think he probably does later. Oh, he has. Because he's making organs. He's making organs. Yeah, he's been at work. He made a penis, we know for sure, for for Andrew. He also. I was thinking that. When Andrew. When Andrew uh, really has this beautiful soliloquy about what sex is like you know the French <clears throat> little death and it's like going to heaven and coming back and being with the person you love for it the whole yeah, time yeah that was very beautiful mm-hmm. and then and and he's like sitting there mouth agape being like I want to know what that's like it doesn't necessarily infer it but it heavily implies that he's a virgin and I think that in conjunction with the fact that he has a stripper bot and is making sex organs means he's going to fuck that robot that makes I sense concur. I, con- I concur I <laughs> concur <laughs> that I was just thinking he maybe had like sex once and it was terrible and he felt ashamed that yeah. he never got oh, to have it yeah, again maybe. Yeah, that's why he's like, I want to feel. You that. know what? I'm yeah. going with robots. I'm going with robots. He's the he's the first sex bot creator. Yeah. So another so yeah now he gets a face and skin and everything else and then another twenty years goes by and this is where he meets Portia the granddaughter who he's like oh shit who's this yeah mm-hmm. 
that was like another big one too, where he like walks in and he's like, I don't like her. I, I think I, in my notes, I wrote, told you. Because I was like, here it comes. You know what I mean? They're going to wake up. She's going to be dead. Yeah. What was she doing with that goofy looking guy she was going to marry? Oh, yeah. I love the chin jokes when he's like. Just that one day she's going to wake up next to him and realize that she is married to a man whose face closely resembles an antique can opener. One of my favorite parts of this was Robin Williams just kind of going off the cuff, yeah. doing, doing jokes. As you know, none of it was scripted. Yeah, for sure. That was his thing. Get a chin that could sink the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. At this point, he finds a dog. What was the point of the dog? Like, what did that do for the movie? Nothing. Well, you can't have, like, a kiss in the rain with a robot. So it's like, what's the next best cheesy cute thing? Let's put a puppy in the rain. You know? It feels like he's already saved the cat screenwriting-wise enough times that he's done things that are like, oh, we appreciate him. He's our protagonist. Didn't really need to save that dog. I really am trying to figure out what that added. Like, what was that for? What was the purpose of that? I think it just added, it gave him some more humanity, even more humanity, because really what human could, could turn away a dog? Yeah. What, what good human being could be like, get out of here, mutt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, dog at your front door in the rain, you're going to let him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oh, was yeah. that at his house on the beach? Or was it a different house he was at? I think that was his house at the beach. He's like, he's like, go back to your owner. And it's like middle of the night on the beach. He's the only one that lives there. He's like, go back to your owner. I'm like, I think this dog is lost, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Take him he... in. Oh, it was, yeah, it was definitely just to show more of his heart um, because he named it Woofy after what Little Miss named her stuffed dog that she gave him in the first place. Oh, yeah. Fair, yes, ah, yeah. that's right. Cute. Yeah, because he, he whittled that, <clears throat> that little horse. Yeah. Man, that's I say that's what I want. I want to be able to learn something like that in an hour. That and quick just too. Yeah. Whittle some stuff. If if you could learn how to horse whittle in an hour, would you whittle me a horse? I'd whittle both of you a horse. Each, I just whittle nothing but horses. Each or separate, <laughs> like each or or just one for both of us, because I don't want to share one. Can I get a centaur? You could do centaurs. Okay, never mind. I want a centaur. <laughs> okay, <laughs> two centaurs coming up. I want a centaur, a scorpion. <laughs> I want it to have scorpion legs and a human top half. If you could learn one talent right now instantly, what would it be? first thing that just like immediately pops into my head and like if I could learn it you know like tenfold like you're just incredible at it right off the bat zero to X probably like free climbing like free solo rock climbing because that's like I'm a pretty extreme sports guy I like doing dangerous stuff breaking bones all that stuff rock climbing is still the one that I'm just like nope never will try I'm out bouldering rock climbing normal stuff like that is fine but that free solo, like wedge your fingers in the crack stuff, never gonna try it in my life. Way too much anxiety. So that would be my like, you know what? Watch this. Nice. You know? I have two. Can I do two? Yes. No, yes. I'd be a centaur. <laughs> I'd be a scorpion centaur immediately. Well, I'd download centaur. how to be a scorpion centaur. Centaur whittling is definitely one. Um, no, no, they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Either I would want to be like a top level gymnast, because that's crazy just to be able to throw your body around the world like and that. And it'd just be a great look. Yeah, thank you. It's like a really yeah. big bearded man ripping around, like tumbling, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing like multiple flips just from standing <laughs> yeah. midair. That's dope. But then more practically, I think I would want to learn like top level math. I want to be the best mathematician in the world. Because it's just, there's certain, I really enjoy metaphysics. And if <clears> you want to do metaphysics in the modern age and you're not including theoretical physics in that process, then you're just then fuck off. And <laughs> you just don't do it right. You're not doing it right. And if you want to look at theoretical physics for the sake of metaphysics and philosophy, then you kind of have to know 
math. So a lot of the time I reach the ceiling where I'm like, well, hopefully this mathematician's not lying to me. What he's saying seems to make sense. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't have hmm. the patience to do, to learn top level math. I don't. That's cool. What about you, Jeff? Probably, yeah. Probably breakdancing. Nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yep. Like, like top level breakdancing. Yeah, yeah that yeah, would be wild. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I was like, like, I'll go down the rabbit hole, of, like, you know, on Instagram, there'd be a you know, video of a dude dancing in like a public square or something. Yeah, hell yeah. Doing some choreography oh, and stuff. Yeah. Like, man, I love that. Yeah. That's Just the crazy, ch- like, <clears throat> gliding with their feet. Like, they do a moonwalk into like a glide. Yeah. It's like, how do they do that? Yeah, I like that classic, uh, the, the sidewalk, or sorry, the crosswalk TikToks. Where they're just like in the road, and then right before oh, the yeah. light goes green, they do the like boom, and they like walk back. That's so cool. I don't know what you're talking about, but I want to. I'm gonna show you on yeah, TikTok. Please show later. me later. TikTok, so you, man. I'm you can be huh. break dancing, right? I'll be doing like aerial flips over top of you while <laughs> Steve is climbing a nearby cliff. Absolutely. And we can do it for TikTok. There we go. Yep. Do it for the talk. <laughs> is that what they say? Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. Do it for the tick, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's right. Huh? All right, so now. Oh, he hates that singing fembot too. I love how it, mm-hmm. it was like the comical scenes where he's mm-hmm. like, do, do you happen to have a wrench? Yes, yes, here. And it goes over yeah. and starts. Or like, Told you so wrench. moment three or four at least. You know what I mean? See, Can we shut her up? That's fine yeah. though. Because like if you, so if you were like on your pathway to sentience and had a bank account, but weren't allowed to fuck or, you know, have your own citizenship or marry or whatever. If you were in a, a, a civil rights struggle that was all your own, that no one else could even possibly relate to. And then you also just had something that looked just like you that reminded you of what you can't have and is essentially just a vacuum cleaner mocking you every moment that doesn't get in the way of of the like moral uh problem of murder yeah you'd probably fucking go shut that thing off with a drill i know i would i'd use a hammer you can also ask nicely yeah i don't trust him still he still hasn't won me over at this point (laughs) like how he takes her chip later and he's like no you deal with it oliver platt (laughs) yeah yeah and now he gets a central nervous system so he goes to the ball. This is a, this where he spills his guts to <clears throat> to Portia because she's like, you know, she's getting married. They've invaded her wedding at some point. Made fun of the the groom, and, or not? Sorry, not wedding. Uh, wedding party. Yeah, the engagement party. Engagement yeah. party. That's what it is. All these different parties. Yeah. And so now, yeah, he's basically like, oh no, I love you, and you got to admit to yourself that you love me, and blah blah blah. And then like time goes by, and now he gets the central nervous system. She's like, poke me in the eye, which is crazy. It's like yeah. it's just interesting. Like he's just becoming. I didn't realize how human he was going to get. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know, because sure. like, he's been making like prosthetics now with Oliver Platt. They've like dialed in the organs made out of artificial shit and selling that too. This guy's just a money making machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Literally. Literally. Speaking of which, we're gonna, I'm going to show you how to mine crypto after this. Yes. Yeah, I'm that's so, exciting. I'm so stoked. That's a money making so cool. machine. This computer can start paying for itself. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> making clocks. Go start selling art, man. <laughs> we Put just clocks you're on my some art. centaurs or you're going to leave. <laughs> we just bought as a household, as a, as a, as a company, a $3,500 like editing PC, really nice. She's gorgeous. Thing with a nice. RTX 3080 GPU. Ooh. Ray tracing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Um, and, uh, and yeah, if we just if we didn't use it for work and we just turned it on and mined Bitcoin with it. And even if Bitcoin stayed at a static value, it would pay for itself in less than a year. And then you just have a free computer. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Hot tip out there. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta set this up, edit this part out. So nobody knows. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Now he gets central nervous system and then they give him the ability to taste and smell and everything. So now he's got the senses and then it keeps on going and he tries to become human. So he actually gets a meeting in front of the, like a Senate full of people and is yeah. like, I want to be human. Okay. Uh, so this is where I started to turn. This is where this, this cold, like- shiny metal heart of mine 
started to warm up because I was like, man, that's just the worst. You're all you want to do is, you know, fit in. That goes back to like every one of us. You know, we yeah. all got picked on once or twice or something like that. And it's like you want to belong. And uh, yeah, that one, that one hit me for sure when he's sitting there and he's pleading and he's just <clears throat> wants to be like everybody else. And they're like, no. No way. You're a thing. Yeah. You're yeah. 200 years old. <clears throat> or at this point, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, it's hard to hear him say, like, you're just a piece of nothing. Oh, no, because they said, because you can, they can deal with, imp- humans can deal with immortal robots. They can't deal with Im- <laughs> immortal humans. Creates jealousy and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. man, that's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch Altered Carbon? No. I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh, I've heard good things. Yeah. God, you guys go watch it. Season one is fantastic. Season two. Good, but not as good because do, they don't use the same actor. They do it like anthology style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Season like, one's uh, amazing. True crime, true detective. Season one's the only one you got to watch of that. Yeah, that was I've, some of the best I've TV heard ever. Season three was okay, but yeah, season <clears> one, <throat> true detective, was absolutely fucking amazing. I think I made four episodes into season two, shut it off, and was like, "What am I watching? What is yeah. this?" A smart. I, I think this is a smart move. I don't watch TV shows until they're at least like four or five episodes in, and I've seen what the zeitgeist says about it because I don't want to waste my time with that shit. I don't want to <laughs> have watched True Detective for five episodes and then gone, well, there's five hours of ability to get back. Yeah, we're, we're all a little jaded from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know? Yeah, sorry to bring it up. Years of my life. <clears throat> I want the books. I want book six. Yeah. I finished book yeah. five in 2013. And then it just come out. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for book six. <laughs> yeah. Never, never coming. That's annoying. Do you guys, do you guys read at all? Or like do audio books? I hate reading. I am not a big reader. No, I'm just kidding. I love reading. He loves reading, yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, read fantasy novels at all? Um, The most recent fantasy novel I read was um, C.S. Lewis, Until They Have Faces, which was excellent. I highly recommend it. It was amazing. Gripping from start to finish. I'll have to check that out. The last one I did was The King Killer Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. Oh, my God. There's two books out right now, and it's like 2,400 pages all together. And book three, again, it's one of those ones that came out back in like 2014. 13, 2014, and I yeah. read it, and I'm like, all right, ready for the next one, and yeah. that one's taken forever, too. Are, isn't, <laughs> it's are, awesome, are, though. Isn't there, aren't they making video games out of that? That would be cool King if they did. Console? Video games or something. Like, there's some sort of extended media, extended universe media that's being made out of that. I can't remember what have, Well, have you seen? No, you're probably thinking of Hogwarts Legacy. No. It's like no, the, the Harry, Harry Potter game that's coming out. That. Oh, that could be cool. That was a oh, thing at all. No. No. Okay, well. Oh, that'd be so cool in VR. She doesn't like trans people. Huh? Sorry? J.K. Rowling doesn't like trans people. No, she's a bit of a bitch. Yeah, she really does not like trans people. I thought you said I didn't them. for a second. I was yeah, like, what are you doing on here? Like trans people. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's a turf, trans exclusionary radical feminist. That's what oh, Steven nice. is. I learned a few acronyms today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. so yeah, he applies to be a human. They say no, and then he ends up marrying, uh, what's her face? Portia. Flash ahead another bunch of years, and she's yep. 75. She's like, I'm not going to live forever. I'm not going to keep taking your fake parts. I don't want to die. And then I guess, yeah, he gets the final. That won't do. He gets, yeah, that, that <laughs> won't do. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> he gets pumped full of blood and gets a heart. And I'm like, oh, wow, he's taking the leap. He's going yep. fucking intravenously now. Yeah. And, and he can eat food. Yeah. That's crazy. He's got oh. a stomach. Same with his dog. His dog also has a stomach. That's right. That was a, <laughs> he has a stomach, though. <laughs> you, you, uh, yeah. you had a great. Uh, observation about uh, Andrew and how once he crosses a certain threshold, he's able to just go to the UN. Like, he's just able to go walk in, into the UN. Well, when we're first watching it, uh, you know, he has he has sex. He has sex. Like, he, he finally has enough, you know, organs, human you know to him. One. Come on now. That you know he has one. You know sex. which one it is. So did they give him... With. 
a robot penis or a <laughs> real penis? Oh. I think a little bit of both. There's no way. There's no way that pervert virgin uh, in his you know little <laughs> laboratory designing a robot <laughs> penis didn't put vibrate in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? There's just just a, just a fucking torque monster. I'm just remembering that at the beginning of the movie, maybe I'm looking for symbolism and and stuff where it's not actually to be found, which I'm often guilty of. Uh, symbology. What's the symbology there? Symbology. Now that Duffy has relinquished his king bonehead crown, I see we have an heir to the throne. I'm sure the word you were looking for was symbolism. What is the symbolism there? But there was, there's this moment where like there's this, it's like the opening credits and the opening credits are flying across various pieces of machinery and there's this pumping piston and my mind immediately went to like, is that supposed to be sex? It looks kind of sexy. It looks kind of like fucking. And like, I didn't piece that together until now that that's actually a part of the movie. That's really a major part of the movie is that like this robot has sex. His and pumping that's a piston. part of his humanity. Yeah. yeah. Piston. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, so we got to this point where he just like marches into the UN and starts demanding things. And it's like, who just gets to walk into the UN? The first robot to ever bust a nut. Hell yeah. That's yeah. who. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? If yeah. you, you're the first of your kind to ever do that, you can walk anywhere, sir. Mm -hmm. you know? Because that makes you human. Then. Jesus Absolutely. Christ. All right, buddy, get married. Now we also had a very small have. debate about, okay, so mechanically designed penis or not, you got vibrating settings, maybe piston settings, you know. I think all in all, Andrew is still going to be bad in bet. He'd be great at lovemaking. He'd be good at all that stuff until she's like, choke me. And he's just like, that goes against rule one. And like freaks out. You know what I mean? Like, boom, boom, like a big freaking sign above her head. Like, or he just he overdoes it and breaks her neck. And then Bicentennial Man 2 is him going, what the fuck am I supposed to do? The rabbits, yeah, trying to George. Trying to hide a body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I get to attend to rabbits, George? Yeah. Uh, sure, Andrew. <laughs> But if he put her in a clock, put her in a clock. <laughs> so we know for sure that he can break the rules of robotics, which is like part of how we know he's becoming human. Because in the beginning, he injures himself, and later on, he lies. That was a huge part of him crossing the threshold into humanity. Yeah, that was, to, and he makes that joke immediately too. You know? Just give me a little kiss, and then they have a big makeout oh, session. Oh, yeah, I lied. Yeah, <laughs> gets right back into the big makeout session. Um, that was a great scene. Yeah, that was. It a was a good scene. one. Yeah. Um, where the fuck was I going with this? Uh, uh, he can break the robotic rules. Him being bad in bed. Yeah. Right, yeah, him being Andrew bad in bed. Andrew the Android. And so <laughs> if if you do like things a little <clears throat> bit rough, you know, first off, uh, utilitarian calculation, we could say that this is not harm because he knows that his wife's getting off. Second, he doesn't. He can potentially break that rule anyway. And third, here's why he would be dope in bed beyond just the vibrate function of his robot cock is that we know he can read humans like a book. We saw in that scene where he goes to kiss her, yeah. that he's like, well, then why did your heart rate just raise, you know, 80%? Because so he knows, like, once he starts, once he's, like, reaching his finger where he's maybe not supposed to go, if he, like, feels like, you know, a little... He can read her better than you can read her, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't get verbal consent. Get verbal consent. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying that he can break the rules of robotics and he can read <clears throat> human beings, which women are, like a book. And so... Why would he not be? And he would be able to download all the information just like in chess, optimal move. Here's the optimal angle. Here's the optimal, you know what I mean? Like he's going to yeah. hit that G spot every time. Every time. He's the perfect fuck bot. Yeah. <laughs> Bicentennial <Williams>. Man 2. <laughs> yeah. Bicentennial Man 2. Fuck bot. <laughs> um, no, I, you I, know what? Let's give it up for Portia quick too because she, uh, 
you know, first woman to ever have sex with a, that's like, well, you know, first no, person on a no, new, not the first woman to have sex with a robot at all. Women oh, have sex yes. with robots Sorry. all the time. What am I talking Most about? women I know have sex <laughs> with Ladies, a robot. Ladies, you crazy little creatures. Sure. How was that robot dick? Yeah. But yeah, no, but what I, I guess what I'm getting at is like, she, that's like, she's kind of like the first person to get on a new roller coaster. She's a pioneer. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I'm sure, you know, there, there's vibrators in, uh, in 1999 for sure. But, uh, you know, he comes to her and he's like, look, I've got all these organs and I've got a penis and I know how to do this and I'm, I'm good and I'll, I'll choke you. It's, uh, I can break the rules of robotics. This is not in the movie. Uh, um, it is. <laughs> you got to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The director's cut. Um, she still had to be like, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on that roller coaster and ride it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. She's bold. She's yeah. a, she is a pioneer. Absolutely. See, right there, though, it just goes to show that love can conquer anything because, you know, nobody made her laugh like like him. Yeah. Yep. She never felt that way with anyone else. So, <clears throat> of course, she's going to try out. There was a lot of dick. moments. There's a lot of moments yeah, fair, in this movie where fair. I got, like, a lot more touched <laughs> than I expected. But I actually cried near the end. Like, when he goes for the second round of trying to, you know, actually get his humanity when he's talking to the what they call it, the World Congress, which mm-hmm. is like essentially the evolved version of, uh, which also, by the way, directly implies a global Leviathan. So there's some futurist on, on, on set for sure. And I, I love to see it as a political scientist. Anyway. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. You'll the love global Leviathan, it. you'll love to see it. And so he goes to the, the, <laughs> he goes to the World <laughs> Congress. And this time, this time, because they do some nods and allusions to rights discourse, uh, instead of a uh, white man, it is a black woman. And so she's got some idea of what it's like to try and fight for your rights, I think. I think that was a very intentional thing. And so now we've got this robot who's trying to fight for his right to be considered human because he's done everything in his power, including what was set out as a, uh, as a problem, as a ceiling that he was hitting before, which is that you're immortal. You can't be immortal. And when he finishes uh, giving his case to the council he expects that it's not going to work and he just looks over to his wife and he goes, we tried. And he gives a little smile oh, yeah. and I just mm-hmm. couldn't. I fucking, man, the waterworks started for real. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because I'm, I'm usually the melt. Yeah. Like I, I cry and I'll cry at commercials sometimes. They'll just hit me right and I'm like. <laughs> it's the music, man. It's the music. <clears throat> oh yeah, the, the sound design, the music the day, is on. Like, um, but this time I was just sitting there like, mm I'm ready for Bicentennial Man 2, Fuckbot. I'm over this one. <laughs> for me, it was the next scene where they're like laying in bed. I'm like, oh, man. Like, oh, they're, they're dying here because they're in an assisted they're in a hospice or something. And then uh, they get the TV signal like, oh, they're going to broadcast it now. And he, they say he's 200 years old, the world's longest living human. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> they yeah. gave it to him. And then she looks over and he's dead. And you're like, God damn it. He yeah, didn't even yeah. hear it. Stephen had a great point is that like as the, he was lying in, in bed, he kind of had his his arms splayed out a little bit, kind of like in like a Christ-like position. Uh-huh. Or like Scarface in the tub. Say goodnight to the bad guy. That's funny because you totally just undercut the thing I was about to say, <laughs> which is which is that like you really only see that you really only see that in two uh, scenarios. You see that position in two different scenarios and they're the exact opposite scenarios. One of them is like the most human where you're so yeah. caring that you're like a God human. You're like the crucified God man with your arms spread out. You know, we would know Jesus, for example, but like other examples throughout history of well of the crucified God man. Or very oppositely is the T-pose that, uh, that 
3D models for characters will be in as a default so that 3D modelers can look at them most easily. Like if you glitch out hmm. a game a lot of the time, the the character that you're supposed to be talking to, if they aren't, they'll just go like this. They'll just put their arms up like this. And so I think it's interesting that like, again, maybe I'm just looking too deeply into it, but that's this parallel that I saw of like, Could be. he's kind of, he's kind of, it's not quite as profound as, you know, dying for human sin, but he's like this pu pushing forward this major cause and ends up, you know, sort of being crucified for it. And also this nod to the to the T pose, which mm. maybe it was nineteen ninety nine. Maybe that wasn't even. Yeah, a and it yet. could be like a. <clears throat> it almost leaves you with the idea that well, he set the pace. He's uh, another one of those. Pace a pioneer's <laughs> pace. <laughs> <laughs> he set the pace <laughs> when He's you when you gap out. Um, pace setter. You know that maybe going forward, robots would be looked at a little differently. You know, mm. and he can he can rest easy knowing that. You know. Yeah. He sat at the front of the bus, man. Yeah, absolutely, right? Exactly. But this so this last little bit here, so he dies, and she looks at the nurse, who are we assuming she's a robot? The, well, robot the nurse, nurse is Galatia. She says it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the robot stripper. She got her shit oh. together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I missed that. I missed that's that. how she was paying for nursing school. Yeah, exactly. School. She was paying for college. It's a, you see, it's a tough world out there. Paid cash yeah. to the <laughs> robot university. <laughs> so she's like, I want you to pull my plug. And she kind of looks at her and goes like... You got it. And I'm like, what? Hold on. So you're breaking the... So yes, yeah, she's, she's breaking the broken too. She's right? also... Yeah. Oh, she and at this point, we're... supposed to think about it. We're also it's intentionally probably, yeah. ambiguous, yeah. Jeffrey. Okay. Oh, yeah. I missed that. But I was just... I was like, what? Hold on. All right. So she's free thinking. That's what I was thinking. She's, mm. she's free thinking, so... I That's what also lets you know she was banging yeah. the boss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? All of her plans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was the end of Bicentennial Man, everybody. Yeah. It uh, surprising, touched you in places you didn't know. Yeah, you needed to be touched. It was not what Including I was expecting. The robot piston dick. It was not <laughs> what I was expecting at all. I fully Me either. And actually, you know the really funny part is mm. the only part that I remember about this movie from growing up. It was probably you know one of those like family movie nights you had back in the nineties. Mm. Um, I didn't remember anything except for the like. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly like that thing, and I don't actually remember that scene remember that in the either. movie at all. So I'm thinking I don't even remember the movie. I remember the trailer ah, of the movie. Ah, you know, yeah. maybe that was just in the trailer. Yeah, because yeah, I I was paying attention. I enjoyed that movie. I didn't see that. No, yeah, there was not a single scene with it. Interesting. Yeah. Do you guys have a real rating for this one? So what we do. Um, yeah. I, if, you're, if you're unfamiliar with the real rating. Oh, I'm familiar with the real rating. Okay. I, I think that I, I mean, I spoiled it because I said it earlier. And I, as I was saying it, I was like, I fucked this up. My rating changed like a half a dozen times in this, in this review. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give it um, seven Robin Williams piston dicks out of uh, ten Galatians. Is that how you multiply Galatia? Is Galatians? I think Seems, so. Sounds like it. Yep. Yeah. I will give it six and a half little wooden centaurs. <laughs> Uh, out of a Robin Williams piston dick. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to go with six immortal robots out of ten wooden centaur penises. Because <laughs> it was it was it was uh, it was a little slow, but it was watchable. It was a cool story. It was yeah. a cool development. Robin Williams put on a stellar performance. Everybody had like played their part really well. Suspend your disbelief. Watch as Robin Williams does essentially what children do all the time, but as a stiff robot who gets into hijinks and touches on philosophical ideas we don't think about very often. Yeah, yeah. and if you're, you know, it's rainy day or you're sick and you're class, you're, you're, sorry, craving that like classic 
90s cheese vibe, this one's huge. Like, mm. it, it was a classic example of, like, every five seconds they would just cut to a... You know, and he'd just be, like, looking off somewhere or doing something humanish. you know? Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of a lot of that. He had some great monologues in this. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, let's just let Rob Williams do monologues. Oh, yeah. He yeah. must have been a really fun actor to act with. Because, like, oh, yeah. you know, when he's doing that, there's just no way you're not going to be able to laugh. As long as you can stay on your lines, you're going to do great with him, you know? Like, miss that guy. All right, well, you guys want to plug The Hive one more time? Tell yeah. people how they can find you. For sure. Yeah. YouTube.com slash The Hive Life. Come and watch our vlog as we get into various misadventures in our uh, our our group living situation. We've got a little commune of people who... Yeah, we uh, live in a commune. ...who like to do uh, all kinds of uh, of weird and over-the-top things and... And uh, get into get into trouble and have fun along the way, learning lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, our our YouTube too. I'm actually really excited. Uh, this is a long plug, but it took so long to build a platform because we started with a vlog, not because we're like, oh, we can't wait to be YouTubers. You know what I mean? We started with a vlog because we're like, oh, we have this fun, beautiful little existence. Let's showcase it. Um, but it's basically to set up our platform because. We're actors, writers, directors, musicians, you know, and we're all creatively talented in in ways that I, you know, a few years from now, our YouTube channel will not only just be a vlog, it'll be skits, uh, short films, uh, uh, video essays, uh, you That's know what I mean? That's definitely the idea, because we do, we live with, uh, we live with uh, a rapper, a singer, guitar player, um, music producer, a lot of different uh, talents in that, in that, uh, in that area. And yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. It's really so cool. one more time, youtube.com slash the have left. And Instagram too? That's, uh, my, that's my DJ? Yeah, that's so yours. that's my DJ is my Instagram. We are, uh, we're actually just launching a, a fully legit business. And so we got a social media guy to come in and he's rebranding all of our social media for us and stuff like that. So yeah, eventually so we're going to have youtube.com slash the have left for yeah. now. Cool. Gonna, you don't want to come to my Instagram. It's just centaur dicks. And I'm just going to cut this out. Well, I'll leave yeah. the centaur dick part in. That's the opening to, today on Real Guy. <laughs> you don't want to go to my Instagram. It's nothing but centaur dicks. <laughs> and now... That's going in there. I'm going to put that in there. Absolutely. Plugging yourself do. feels so weird. Please, it is, it please the worst. find the most elegant way that we come off less like uh, self-entitled douchebags than we actually are. Dude, how, how do you... How I do can't you, really fuck with product placement or <laughs> or uh, uh, plugging myself like that. I just don't no, know. We do it for, you know, the, I mean, it it's, for the art. It's a lifestyle, you yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. selling out so weird. It is so weird. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's really important that you that you make sure you don't Make yourself too much of a product. <laughs> Drink oh. ice cold Red Bull. Ice cold. All right, let's call it there, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Real garbage.